Yo, what up, what up, what up? This is Brian. This is a special episode of Invite the Neighbors and by far the most fun episode I've had. Um, I am here at Sword Fest in Bowling Green at Howard's, um, put on by the guys at Summit Shack who are in the band American Spirits. Uh, Trey and Connor, these guys are fucking awesome. Uh, apparently a lot of you guys listen to my podcast, uh, so thank you so much. Um, for once, I actually feel like I'm talking to somebody when I'm saying this shit. <laughs> rather than just talking to myself so god it's the coolest fucking thing like i i really appreciate you guys listening and uh please keep sharing it if you have and please subscribe please rate review if you can um god I, honestly like all the cool shit you guys have said it's been really fun it's been really fun to hear that um and i'm, I'm really glad that this idea i had is is working out kind of like the way that I, I hoped it would you know so it's really fucking sweet man it's really cool, and I appreciate these guys having me. Connor's been cool. He's been sending me bands after each set, and just ran into people. Uh, yeah, it's just been cool, man. It's been really, really cool. It's surreal to be like, like a fixture in this sort of like community, or like starting to be one. It's just like, like seeing it, watch it happen, like, uh, like as it happens. It's just, it's just been really fucking cool. Um, anyways. I'm I'm that's it. Here's the episode. I don't even know what else to say. I don't ever know when to end the intros. Here's the episode. Okay, got my table all set up here at Swordfest in Bowling Green. It's a place called Howard's. Um it's basically covered in bricks and stickers. Um and there are foam swords everywhere. Um apparently that's why it's called Swordfest. I had no idea why it was going to be called sword fest or what I was going to encounter, but there are foam swords everywhere. Um, really looking forward to seeing, uh, I'm, I'm imagining there's going to be a lot of skinny white people hitting each other with foam swords at some point or all throughout the evening. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, wanted to thank the guys at summit check for inviting me down or well, not inviting me down. I invited myself down. So I want to thank those guys for, uh, for having me. Um, yeah. So I'm, I know a few people that are coming down, a uh, vast majority of the people that are here, I have no idea who they are, um, but going to try to make some friends, not very good at it, so we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to try to get some of these bands that are on tonight. Um, lineup's looking pretty good, I'm pretty sure it's like Equipment, Vermont, Vermont, let's see if I can get all these, Equipment, Vermont, um, Pool Kids, Anti-Ghost. Dogleg, Mover Shaker, American Spirits, naturally. Those guys put it together. Um, yeah, probably missing some. I don't have the thing right in front of me. But either way, I'm looking forward to hearing some music and meeting some new people. So, fuck yeah. This is probably going to end up being a lot like the Scheme 13 episode where there's a lot of stopping and starting because I'm going to be here for probably six hours. So, um, as I you know, witness something that's worth <laughs> recording, worth talking about, I'll, I'll press uh, record again. Um, right now, everybody's just getting here. Everybody's setting up still. There's a ton of people already, though. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so the first band just finished up. I think that was Vermont. I was outside when they announced who they were, and I didn't hear them, but they were really good. Drummer was sick. Um, They have... Basically, LaCroix on tap, 
like in in the soda gun they have like flavored seltzer water so i'm chilling here with a vodka mango seltzer water <laughs> for 350 happy hour till nine howard's howard's club man down in bowling green they're doing it big up here um yeah they still have not put the swords to use yet but i'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to be like um also experiencing a, a familiar phenomenon of being the guy at the crowded festival that no one really knows who he is other than the fact that he's over there talking to himself <laughs> uh life is funny man anyways another band's about to go on i think it's uh equipment either equipment or jail socks or Vermont. I think that band that just played might have been Teaminade because I saw them post something on Instagram. So maybe that was Teaminade. I don't know, man. I'm here to solve the mysteries of the world. I will update you guys in a sec. Also just had this thought like I see I saw this kid that looks exactly like I did, like the same haircut, same like girl pants and like, you know, tight band shirt, exactly how I dressed in like early high school. And he's definitely that age. And he's here with his mom and it's like I've been so knee deep in like the whole music scene around here lately that and like trying to be one of the players in it that I forgot that like sometimes there are like actual fans that come out which is just pretty wild. And like there's kids that like these bands like the idea that like you put your music out there and there's a there's a chance that 14 year old version of yourself it could reach them, you know, and all of a sudden like kids are showing up and it's so weird because it always just feels like I'm at a party whenever I'm playing a show or something, you know, it just feels like adult and then like a kid shows up and then just reminds you of like the reach that, that music can have. I mean, I'm a little high right now, so (laughs) I mean, that's, that's just where my head is going. So, um, but yeah, I just thought it was cool. He's here with his mom, you know, it's so cute. It just reminds me of, uh, takes me back. You know, just takes me back. It's really cool to see, too, that, like, emo kids are still a thing. You know, they haven't gone away. So that's that's a comforting thought. Just wanted to share that. Oh, and of course, when I say I'm high, I'm talking about um, LSD, mushrooms, mescaline, and peyote. Um, just in case my mom's listening, I want her to know that I'm not doing any of... I'm not smoking the devil's lettuce at all. I did not just go take one tiny hit off a of one hitter of weed. What I did go do was inject ayahuasca into my ass cheek, and that's why I'm high. Okay, edit. So, equipment just started. So that last, that first band was not equipment, equipment, but they're playing now. Equipment from Toledo, Ohio. Um, it's like a like mid tempo, like melodic punk rock. It's really cool. Uh, I'm liking it so far. I'll uh, try to get some of those guys um, come talk to me after they're set. No promises. Dialogue. That's fine. Okay. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Rice here interviewing uh, Brian from Invite the Neighbors. Yep. Yep. So who's your favorite band tonight? Who'd you say? Uh, or who are you looking most forward to seeing? Well, I only listen to my own music. So oh, so we're back on I, that. Yeah. Cocky I, piece of shit. I, I don't even really... Who are I don't know any no, actually I'm really excited to say anti ghost. I listened to their I did, I listened to their EP uh on my way home from Bloodfest. Because yeah. uh I don't know, they just 
I just heard that they they someone told me about their style, like what it was. I was like, oh, let me go check them out. And like Animal Panic, I think it's called. Fucking rips, man. I caught their set at Bloodfest, and I didn't know their music very well at the time. But I talked with Sean a few times, and uh, I saw their set. And I can tell you that like their music is the kind of music where even if you don't know the song, the energy hits you. Like, oh fuck, I gotta get in the pit. Oh, oh shit. yeah, so yeah. I'm really excited to see a pool kids though. And like, also, I'm interviewing Dogleg on Saturday, and I've never seen them live. Oh really? Yeah. So You're I'm in excited. for a treat. Yeah, I hear they put on a pretty good show. Uh, I know the kids get into it, you know. Oh yeah, it's a good yeah. time. We love dog leg Alex. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah, yeah. Alex is cool. I've uh, I don't even know who I've talked to. I met Alex a couple times, just like at shows, like br- very briefly. And I don't know who runs their Facebook or if it's a, a combination of all of them. But whoever I've been talking to on Facebook's cool. Oh you yeah, know? literally everyone in that band is like the sweetest motherfuckers yeah. in the world. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see them. And then American Spirits too. Of course. I met those guys, uh, Trey and Connor. Those dudes, those guys are so cool. They're so down to earth. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. We, uh, Katie and I hung out with them this last weekend at the Yeah, he told me that you say the night. We just went over to hang out. And then they were like, hey, we got one more off on this, uh, on the this, like, last date of our tour. And I was like, can I come in your van? They're like, sure. So I went to Columbus and just yeah, like, yeah. Sonder Bombs, and then it was fucking tight. They're like, oh, that's really tight, talented. man. That's cool. well, tight. I'm going to cut this interview short. I got to piss like a racehorse. Oh, race dude, horse. go for it. Go for it, man. Kevin Rice signing off. Brian, I love you, buddy. Sure, he'll be back. I love you, also, man. Also, this podcast fucking rocks. Hell yeah. Thank you, dude. And, of course, if you if you don't remember Kevin, uh, refer back to episode fourth. Oh, Follyball. The episode I had with Follyball. That's that fine gentleman who's covered in prison tattoos, smokes two packs a day. Um, I like to call him Uncle Kevin. He's just... God, that kid is an enigma, man. But I love talking to him. Really good guy. Um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be back on the podcast, whether it's this episode or whether it's uh, another one with his band. You will definitely hear more from Kevin, dude. Okay. Ellie Hart. Hi. My name's Ellie Hart. From uh, and you Lead DIY? Lead DIY, yes. And so... Are you guys the ones that do like the the low risk lighting? Is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So lead DIY stands for lighting and epilepsy awareness development. Oh shit! And then DIY is tacked on as just kind of we exist primarily in the DIY scene. Oh um, okay. So basically, what we do is um, I have epilepsy, so that was wasn't an issue very close to my heart. So yeah. we send out different signs to bands and promoters and venues and really whoever wants them. Um, to let people know whether or not the lighting is going to be more like safe lighting or a lot of lighting like strobe that could be yeah like pretty difficult for people with epilepsy to attend yeah that's cool yeah i remember now that you say all that like it kind of i've looked into that before like i, I think i saw signs at maybe Bloodfest or yeah, something we were- we were at Bloodfest. I was uh, selling merch for two other bands, but I also had all my stuff out. Um, yeah, at I saw Bloodfest. it. Yeah, I had a buddy pass away who was uh, epileptic. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was due to like him having a seizure. So I was just like, "Oh, somebody!" Like I thought that's like a really thoughtful thing to have, you know? Yeah, is like awareness of that, like with music, because I always thought like they have so much lighting, like uh, you know. Yeah, it was just cool to see that someone actually thought about that, <laughs> but um. So do you guys like provide the lights? Yeah. Or you just... So we have a website. It's leaddiy.org. 
but you can go to that website and we have all our signs available to print. Um, you can just, you know, print them out on your computer. Or if you fill out a form on our website, we send laminated copies of those signs to literally whoever wants them for free. And that's kind of our mission is, you know, huh. the main things that we do are table shows. So we'll go um, and we'll go talk to a band and go to their show and just talk to them about like what different lighting can be dangerous. And yeah. we send out these signs to mainly oh, DIY okay. spots, but kind of anyone who wants them now. Okay. And did you, did you like start this yourself or like, does this sound like, are you, yeah, yeah. so I, I started this myself. Actually, um, we are here at Swordfest today, and this is actually Lead DIY's birthday party. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Sweet. So we started, it's it's a day late, but, you know, a ton of my favorite bands are here, like American Spirits, Equipment, Pool Kids, Mover Shaker, um, just everyone here means so much to me. And cool birthday. Yeah. <laughs> For the thing, anyway. Yeah, I got really I lucky. It's your birthday. I, no, it's not my birthday. It's my personality's <laughs> birthday, but it's That's not good. my birthday. That's an interesting um, way to put it. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's been something that I'm doing for a year now, which is okay, crazy. Okay, so one year. Yeah. Yeah, so huh. that was started, and now I have uh, Hannah Feldman and Connor Kincaid, who are my, my team now. Oh, okay. And it's a non-profit, like you said, so you're yeah. just... So what... Um, okay, you said you have epilepsy yourself. Mm-hmm, so, like, yeah. was that like an issue? Like, when you were a kid growing up going to shows, do you think? Or? Um, so, my so one in 26 people in the United States has epilepsy, and not all of them are photosensitive, so like sensitive right, to light, right? But, uh, you know, a significant portion of them are. I'm really lucky to wear with my epilepsy, I have tested to be light sensitive, but I mm. know that I can, if the lights are very dangerous or like strobe are moving too much or I just don't feel good, I can remove myself from that situation. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people who have epilepsy just like can't do that like yeah. at all. Like there's no warning. Um, so I have like a very mild form of light sensitivity. But, you know, for so many people who go to shows, like that's a huge danger for them. And the fact that that could be something that's discouraging people from going to shows is yeah. like breaks my heart. <laughs> right. Right. Cause you wouldn't want them to miss out on something for something as so like it's, it could be so easily avoided. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's cool that you guys do that. Yeah. Have you had, um, I mean, have you had a pretty, been pretty busy? Like in in the year or like how did it how did it go from like starting it like what did it look like when you just started it? Um, so when I when I just started it, we kind of just did to get us off the ground like a GoFundMe, and I was like sending out signs to a couple of my friends who I knew in the scene. Um, but then from there, we picked up a couple of really like big tabling shows. What really kind of got us some more momentum is I was on tour with Mom Jeans in Jan. In, oh really? Not January in March. Yeah. So I was on tour with Mom Jeans. And How'd you do that? Thanks to Mover Shaker. Oh, okay. I was supposed to be with them for three days. And Mover Shaker, bless their hearts, took me from March 26th, which was the first day that I was with them, to April... I think it was April 23rd. So like they basically, month, basically took me like a month longer than they had to. And I, I love them very much. And I'm very so appreciative cool. of them and that's so cool it's it was it was just right place right time and since then um 
we're tabling a lot of festivals. Like we tabled Capo Fest on last Saturday, and then we have this festival. And then in the next like month or two, we have um, a festival that we're throwing in Allendale, New Jersey. And then, oh, really? Yeah. So I'm from New Jersey originally. Oh, okay. So we're just doing it in my hometown. And we're on Warp Tour kind of accidentally last minute. We just, I'm selling merch for another band and I'm going to put, you know, all my stuff out next to it. And then we are. Like the, at that Warp Tour show? Yeah. That they're doing? Okay. Yeah, the New Jersey Warp Tour I'll be at. Oh, okay. And then after that, um, we're actually the official nonprofit for the uh, the New Jersey date of Sad Summer, which is like kind oh, of a yeah, big, yeah yeah they're doing it at the Crowfoot. I'm aware yeah. of that one. Yeah, which I'm super psyched for because good pals and mom jeans and just friends are going to be there. So psyched to see them. And then after that, we'll be at Summer Bummer as well because any touring that I do, I also take the signs out with me. That's cool. Actually, I knew Mom Jeans was coming to play that. Uh, sad summer fest or whatever. Yeah. I like. I emailed them to try to see if they would want to come do the podcast. One of those yeah. things. I was like, oh sweet. But I've emailed so many bands that like would have no idea who I am because it's just like oh, I, yeah. I've only got small bands. Like over like over time, I'll get I'll get more and more. Like that's why I do things like this. Like mm-hmm. coming to do this, interviewing so many bands, and meeting so many people. It's like I feel like you could probably relate to this. But like when you start something, yeah. like like you started. Lee DIY, start this podcast. Like, it doesn't take very long for people to figure out that you're trying to do something for like that music scene. Yeah, and people respond to it pretty well, and mm-hmm. they, they like because it's one of those things. It's there's not like a ton of money in this. And I run a nonprofit in DIY. I know yeah. how much lack of yeah. Money is. <laughs> so it's like if if anybody, I feel like it's pretty. People respond to it well. They can tell that like if you're doing something for diy are you doing something for like the indie music scene in general you yeah. must be doing it because you actually care about it yeah you know exactly. what i mean so people respond well to that because no one's really money hungry and there's yeah. like so people will like want to help each other out like so mm-hmm. i really like I, anytime i ask to come do the podcast somewhere everyone's just like yes you know come yeah. do it and it's just sweet it, yeah. it just works out i can imagine the same probably being for your thing yeah it, one of the things that i love about the diy scene is you know everyone is so receptive to change change for the better in like Mm -hmm. any sort of situation really like you know with with lead it was lighting and safety at shows and it's picked up so much more traction like since since just me handing out signs to my friends and you know just the the willingness that people have to help you out like in general is insane to me it's so sweet like the fact that like you got to go on that tour too, yeah, that probably helped big time. Oh, because like it, you you get exposure. Like that would almost be like I could see that being like the potential to be like get too big too quickly almost. Like oh, if you're on I'm, this national, you know what I mean? Yeah, where you're like on this national tour and like all of a sudden like way more people are starting to know about you much quicker than you had even prepared for. Yeah, I so when I was on the Mom Jeans tour, um. They were like very nice to, you know, like say a few words about lead on stage. So I was watching Eric, who is, is like the lead singer of Mom Jeans. I was watching them say this and I was like, shit. Like, Isn't that weird? This like a is surreal the farthest feeling. I ever thought I was going to be. What do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I, I like so uh, I'm really lucky to have Hannah and Connor who keep me sane. I have a mm-hmm. mental breakdown to them like a couple times a week. <laughs> um none of what I do at the scale that I do it right now would be possible without either of them. Right. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it's it's just so funny to see like cuz er- a lot of times, like when you first hear about an organization, it's after it's already had its sort of blow up phase. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting to think that, like, no matter what it is, it started out as just like some idea. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden it just happens. It's just there all yeah. of a sudden. It's just like, okay, now people know what it is. And like people started hitting me up like a month into the podcast. And I was, I booked like three months in advance at any yeah. given time, you know? I'm just yeah. like, fuck, this is awesome. All right, yeah. 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 This oh, is yeah. sweet. I Before I started Lead DIY, I ran kind of a really small music magazine. And within my like first, you know, month or so, yeah. um, my very good and close friend who I owe the world to, I have like, like 80 of those people, but particularly my friend Alex Martin, like, hit me up and was like, hey, do you like, want to do a premiere of this new like split that we have coming out? And I was like, sh- like I was mind blown at the time that someone would want me to you know, write anything about their album. Yeah. And that was just very like a surreal thing. Yeah. It's, it's just so cool because it's just like, I don't know, for me at least, like when these ideas start in my head, they seem so far-fetched. Mm-hmm. seems like so far far-fetched like oh i could start a podcast and then actual bands will want to come on and then it's happening and just starts to feel commonplace like oh of course yeah you know (laughs) yeah um Um, uh, when something similar to that like a month or two ago um i got a text and it was a picture of a lead diy sign and it was at a law disputes show Oh, and sick. We, like, they had maybe reached out to us once, or, like, I think we sent them a Twitter DM or something, but just, like, to have someone, like, send me a picture of the sign at, like, a, a fucking law dispute show That's gnarly. was wild. Like, now we have signs going to, like, the UK and Europe next year. Holy like, shit, that's we have, tight. We have signs in, I think, like, I think it's over 35 states now. And That's sweet. It's it's just wild. That is so tight. That is so cool. Um. Well, plug your uh, contact information and everything one more time before they start. All right. We're just at Lead DIY. That's L-E-A-D-D-I-Y. Uh, just on Instagram, on Twitter, I think even our Facebook. Not that that's a thing that's relevant anymore, but our Facebook is um, just facebook.com slash lead DIY. So if you want to check us out, if you're interested in grabbing signs, um, we have a form to fill out on our website. You can hit up, you know, our info email, which is info at leaddiy.com. Our DMs everywhere are always open. Feel free to slide in. Um, we will definitely hook you up. Ta- Connor, slide Hannah, and on I in. like tour all the time. So it, it might be a little bit of time before you get your yeah. signs. But, you know, we'll get them to you as quick as we can. Sweet. Awesome. Nice to meet you. This is nice awesome. Nice to meet you too. So yeah, that was cool. Um I just caught a little bit of anti-ghost set. Uh they're fucking sweet, man. They thrash. Fucking thrash around on stage, man. They got a lot of energy. The guy's scream vocal is sick too. Anti-ghost. They're from uh Grand Rapids, I think. They're fucking sweet. Also, Marky Mark Bosch is here. Hung out with him for a hot sec. 
dude from uh, Church Street Booking. He's probably going to come chat in a little bit. Um, so far, having a lot of fun, man. $1.50 Yingling Lights. I mean, till 9 o'clock, their happy hour. Fuck, man. I got to drive home. So I'm probably going to, you know, cool it on those. Um, but Howard's Bar, man. Happy hour. Holy shit, dude. Take it easy. Anyways. And free popcorn? God, man. Wow. It's just... No seasoning. This isn't the blind pig. That's... I mean, I'm spoiled by the blind pig to expect seasoning on top of the free popcorn, but still, it's a nice touch. Okay. We're good. Sweet. Should I get closer? Oh, yeah. yeah if you just talk... You don't have to, like, have your mouth right on it, but just, cool. you know, just be right. close enough. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. So, I'm Brian <laughs> again. Addy. Addy. Nice yes. to meet you. And so... Uh, Connor said you put on Capo Fest. I did. Okay, yeah, so that tell was, me what's what's that? What is that? <laughs> so that was uh, this last Saturday, uh, June twenty second, and it was in my house in uh, Mount Prospect, Illinois, a little bit outside of Chicago, and it was like very first fest that we've ever done, and like we've run the venue for about five six months now, and we decided. Uh, what's the event? You have the name for? Oh it? yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's called uh, the Panda Palace uh, Panda after Palace. our band Panda Diplomacy. Okay. And yeah, so we started <laughs> that back in December with uh, our first show having the weekdays, Grey Matter in Vermont. And then we had, we had planned for all of them to come back for Capo and only two of them could, but that's all right. Um, weekdays in Vermont killed it. Uh, but yeah, so Capo's uh, 24 bands and it was in my basement and backyard and we had, um, we had a pretty big turnout and it was like a really good time. And I'm just like, I'm still like that's- really reeling reeling from it was it was an awesome time and you know everyone had a really nice time and all the bands enjoyed it and yeah everything so how uh what's it like trying to put like how long does it take you to put together something like that so we started planning in january um of last year uh it was like we came with the idea on uh over christmas um yeah and kind of just decided like that we had, we'd kind of tweeted it out and it had gotten a little bit of traction. We had like 200 bands in our DMs within the next like week or two. Oh, okay. So we had to like, we were like, okay, well, shit, like it's too late to back out now. So we got to figure out how to make it happen. Right, right, so right. So it was sort of like a case That's a of theme like, we, I noticed with a yeah, lot of we have shit. like, we forced ourselves into it and I sort of just went along with it and like tried to figure out whenever like a problem arose, I had to like, I talked to Connor a lot about like how to, do this because you know yeah. he's done Focella for the first two years we're at the shack so I was asking him for a lot of help and everything but um yeah it was just we started planning like in January and um it just kept evolving like originally it was yeah. supposed to be just for our record label like bands that are on our li- on our label and then we decided we wanted to make it a little bit bigger so we got some bigger names like we got the Sonderbombs out there um we got like I said like Vermont uh Jail Sox um you know a lot of like up and coming bands we So had, how is it when uh, when you hit up a band like that that's maybe one of a, a bigger name than the DIY Yeah quote, it was quote. um it was a little like nerve-wracking cuz you know a lot of these bands are like um they were bands that I was like big fans of uh already Yeah so it was sort of nervous it was like nerve-wracking trying to like book these bands that I like How did they receive to. like how do they um, like respond to it though were they Everyone pretty... everyone was really like supportive yeah I had um I had a couple bands that sort of like blew me off. Not gonna name names, but right, right. <laughs> but you know that happens. You know, like it's you know you hear someone's booking a fest for the very first time and like you've never heard of them or yeah anything. You know, I don't blame them. They could be busy too. Oh you yeah, know? it's like it's, oh yeah. You just hope you get lucky. Yeah, but um, 
I'm so happy with the final lineup that we had. You know, we picked up Stars Hollow after a band dropped. We had um, the Sonderbombs come out, and like it was just, it was good. Everyone was so receptive, like for the most part, um, in the booking process, which was really nice because. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I was nervous about it. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. So it's in where in Illinois? Uh, Mount Prospect. It's Mount 40, Prospect. 40, 30, 40 minutes northwest of Chicago. Northwest of Chicago? Yeah. Okay. So not um, too bad, like especially yeah. like for a band from the Midwest that's like on yeah. tour. It's a good spot, um, like coming out of Chicago, maybe. Yeah, it was a nice location because it wasn't in the city. So we had like street parking and like we were able to make it like something that could be indoors and outdoors yeah, and like we could have yeah. people chilling on the lawn and stuff like that you know right it was, it was, i think because of the distance that we were from the city we had like enough space to sort of have it be like a nice chill vibe for the whole day yeah. i guess <laughs> do you do you have any idea like how many people you actually had come out yeah so um not including like bands and photographers and like other people that we like paid to be there and everything. Um, I think we had a turnout of around 150 to like 175 people. That's pretty good. I think. Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> cause good. our cap, we were going to, we were planning on capping it around 200 and, um, thankfully we didn't have to, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a really good turnout for like our very first time. And, um, it's weird when you even have to think about like having a capacity when you're doing something yeah, at your house. Yeah, it was weird. I was because I was like, I don't know. Like, the biggest house show we've had was 80 people in my basement, but you know, yeah. that was that was a lot shorter. You know, it was like a three band bill versus like 24. You know, right. Like, I always lot. think too. Like, I used to put on some house shows at my uh, mm-hmm. drummer's basement. Okay, and I would not. I would never. Uh, count people you know and i'm I'm notoriously bad at like underestimating the amount of people that are somewhere like people will ask me like what do you think the capacity is in that venue and i'll be like i don't know uh like saint andrews in detroit i'm like i don't know like 300 people or something <laughs> it's like a thousand <laughs> i'm just like oh okay yeah, so the- i had i had no idea i was like we could probably fit like a hundred in my basement and like a hundred in the backyard so that's that's the that's imaginary so number that we came up with yeah um, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And then, so are you here doing anything officially at Swordfest? Or are you just uh, here as really, like a just, fan? I've got, I got a lot of friends here. Um, shout outs to like Vermont mainly and like uh, Doglegger, like some other good homies. Obviously, everyone in American Spirits. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I've got a few pals out here. I wanted to come out and... Uh, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just kind of wanted to yeah. hang out and talk to people. And like, there's a lot of good bands here tonight. So I'm here to like support them too. And yeah. probably going to buy some merch and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah nothing, nothing official yet. So I play in a band. And like, so if you have like this house venue or mm-hmm. whatever, how would somebody like myself or any other band, how yeah. would we go about like trying to book? So you can either hit us up on uh, social media. Uh, you can either follow me personally at Adeline Menchaca or, um, the band account which is uh diplomacy panda on everything diplomacy panda. Um, oh yeah that's right okay right yeah it's a little yeah. backwards <laughs> yeah but uh or you could send an email to panda palace il at gmail.com okay. we just made it like two days ago <laughs> oh sweet yeah because i got like i got a bunch of bands after capo that are like have now heard of the venue and they're now trying to slide yeah, in and i was like absolutely i can't do this through twitter dms again like yeah please shoot me an it's email that's hard. how that's how i did all of capo was sending dms to bands on twitter because i was like it's like a primitive email yeah, sort of thing yeah because i was like if a, band, if a band makes me like if a band makes me use their email they're probably too big to have at my house <laughs> like yeah right. so, that was my metric. that's like I that just, backwards yeah. sort of like thinking yeah. <laughs> now you realize there's like, no logic behind it, right right yeah, right right yeah it's just it feels so adult to like yeah. use your email yeah. to like plan these what I noticed, amounts like, of I, being um, giant parties <laughs> we had um 
we had a origami angel do a secret set after capo in my basement and um i had to email them afterwards about something and i noticed that like when i was in like twitter dms with them it was very informal and it was like yeah it was just like a conversation that when i emailed it was like professional and it was like well-written like grammar and like yeah everything. i noticed it was, that it was, too. It was just really like funny. the just like, the, I, the forum of being in the email there's it's something like there's something about the format that just makes it feel way more official than a twitter dm and yeah it like makes you anxious and you're like oh i have to impress like yeah well that's <laughs> the thing like about the podcast too it's like the maybe the one of the things i was like actively trying to avoid yeah they're free as shit you can have one Sick. I'm taking um, a sticker. yeah so like one of the things i tried to like actively avoid was like okay i'm not gonna turn in the and turn this into a radio show mm-hmm. where i'm just like hey so i'm here with blah 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 you know like i'm not gonna do that <laughs> bullshit like i i want it to feel like yeah i mean that's how podcasts are so i love yeah. podcasts it's like you're just chilling talking yeah but yeah like when even i'm on whenever i'm an email too i notice that and i try to like purposely like not write super formally <laughs> just yeah. to like break the ice kind of and like make people realize like it's cool you don't have to you're not applying for a job you know like it's my not. see my worry with that is that a lot of times bands like their emails won't go directly to them they'll go to like a middleman or like an agent or something yeah or like so and that always weirds me out because i'm like am i talking to people that i like kind of already know that i can be like informal with or am right. i talking to someone professional that i gotta like when i'll message a band i'll, I'll message the band's account yeah and i have no idea which member of the band i'm talking to yeah and then i'll <laughs> and i haven't met them so it's like when I meet one of them in person, I'm like, I don't know if I've talked to you or not. And it'll be awkward because they'll be <laughs> that's like, no. I, that's what I did. <laughs> I, um, I remember the first time I met um, the members of the band Lettering, I uh, I walked up to them and I was like, I was talking to one of you on Twitter. What's <laughs> up? Right. And, <laughs> and then I just kind of waited for someone to like come and like acknowledge that. So The yeah, one who didn't I, was I like, that. I don't know if you're lying to me or not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, it was nice to meet you. Um, oh, yeah. I'm I'll definitely glad to be on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, if you ever want to do, if like, if you're ever in the area, or if your band is going to be in like the Ann Arbor area or whatever, um, or if I ever come out and play your venue, um, yeah, one of those options. Like, I can always do like a full episode for like your band or like for the venue itself or any yeah. of that stuff. So, um, I'll cut it right there. We should but... be we should be back out here in like December. December. Yeah. Sweet. I think so. Sweet. Yeah. And we're rolling, dude. Okay. We're rolling? We're rolling. So you're just saying, uh, you're looking... Oh, this is Mark, by the way. Hi, I'm Mark. <laughs> Marky Mark Bosch. Marky Mark Bosch. From the Church Street Booking and Stopwatch. That's me. So yeah, you were, we were just saying how you're looking for a house. You have no idea where you're going to live. Potentially homeless three months. Someone house this oh, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens when you drop out of college and try to do the music thing full time. Oh, so you dropped out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, I, uh, dude. I, I was just so unfocused on stuff. Like, I needed to be doing music at that time. Like, yeah, dude, I yeah, feel you. And I'm still in that spot. But, yeah, no, we're uh, we're looking for a house venue, like, here in the near future. I'm looking for somewhere to live, somewhere in, like, East Ipsy, where we can get just another, another venue going, where that can be... Uh, somewhere to have pretty much any church street booking show uh in the near future and like you looking in like ann arbor area well that's it's like in washtenaw county for sure like you know ann arbor is just like a little expensive for my tastes right now and like i've I've had to live there because like being a student at u of m for a while like and you know paying that rent is uh yeah something Uh, especially when mom and dad aren't footing every bill uh and like (laughs) Whereas, like, you know, you look at somewhere in, like, you know, downtown-ish Ypsilanti, where if you're in a house with a couple of people, you can be paying less than, you know, 450 a month between the... the yeah, it's know, really the not number, that bad, know. dude. Exactly. And so... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's all good. No. Oh, you're no fine. No worries. 
Mm-hmm. The, DI- the, DIY the DIY podcast is yeah. invite the neighbors, exactly. dude. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take a sticker if you want. Yeah, yeah. There's that for Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. We out here. We out we're here, we're motherfucker. We're out here at Howard's. Howard's Club. But yeah, dude, I was just thinking about it like... I was I was looking into shit. <laughs> I was looking into places to live, and I was just like looking at Royal Oak, and I was like, "Oh no, too much money." Oh yeah. And then I was starting to look at like Hazel Park, and I was like, mm, "More closer." Oh yeah. Well, you know? Once you get out near there, like there's there's a lot of people I know that are in the scene that'll live in like Oak Park or like yeah, you know, that you know that kind of area. Like I, I know someone uh, in the band uh, Van Morris that has a house out there. He's had like one or oh, two really? shows, like you know, ever like very low key kind of thing. Like I just not like being closer to. Yeah. Yeah. I like being closer to Detroit and close to like Ferndale and Royal Oak. Like oh, yeah. I went to school area. in Ann Arbor in Michi- at Michigan too. Yeah, yeah. And like I've been out of college for almost like, f- like actually five full years. Like I graduated in 2014. Good on you. Yeah. And I'm, dude, I wish I would have just dropped out, but like I've been in Ann Arbor because this is what I want to do too. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I have a psychology degree, dude. Like, <laughs> like I have a good job right yeah, now. Yeah. I have a decent job nine to five because yeah, of it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not a starving artist or whatever, but like I should have just dropped out. But, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but I'm sick of Best Ann Arbor, dude. I'm sick of the college towns. Like, cause like a lot of the scene, not a lot of the scene, but like a good portion of like the Ann Arbor scene is like, playing metal frat and like playing co-ops yeah, i'm like yeah. i'm 28 years old dude yeah. and like playing like, like those those are like you know good spots for certain situations but at the same yeah. time like if you don't want to have to worry about alcohol then you know you know playing one of the co-ops might not be your best bet and like you know you know people have some reservations about other venues in that town right and you know the big thing too like having also gone to u of m is like the culture there man it's so fucking pretentious and like yeah, a lot dude. of the bands that are student bands are you know, they're trust fund bands. And so you'll have guys yeah. who have been playing guitar for six months and then, you know, they got their Marshall stack and they got, dude, eight, that's hilarious. And they like, think, but they think yeah. that's sweet though. Oh, yeah, what they don't like, realize is that's like the mark of a bro, jackass. Let, let me fucking play this pentatonic solo right now <laughs> out of time. It'd be so fucking sick, dude. <laughs> you guys know Greta Van Fleet, man. Next big thing. <laughs> the next was- Next big thing. Dude, they got they got fucking rated by Pitchfork, dude. That's huge. Yeah, dude, they got on Pitchfork 1.6, dude. <laughs> Hell <that> yeah. Good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like golf. Low score is better, right? Yeah. Dude, that was one of the best best fucking reviews of all time. Uh, at least since that Jet one where the monkey's just pissing into its own mouth. Oh, I haven't they, seen they, that. They gave the, for the third Jet <laughs> album, which somehow Jet, I want to, Are You Gonna Be My Girl, managed to fucking put out three whole full-length albums before getting dropped from a major label. Oh and their third God. album, Shine On. Look up this review, folks, at home. It got a 0.0. <laughs> they made sure to no put, shit. not just a big zero goose egg, 0.0 to make sure you really know. And they posted a video from YouTube of a fucking chimpanzee <laughs> pissing into its own mouth. That's probably my favorite music review of all time. That's all it was. It didn't write anything. <laughs> I mean, then there's like, you know, they, they, <laughs> they're such yeah, bastards, yeah, dude. As, as much as I love to like rip through Pitchfork right now. I, yeah. But, uh, oh like, my God. Yeah, they, they do some fun stuff. I, I do. I have some real issues with a lot of Pitchfork stuff. Like they give like minus the bear lower ratings and like told slant, which I'm just like, okay, don't care if you like told at, slant. At, at, at this point, with like, but with minus public- the bear is way fucking better. At this point, with publications like them, like if I'm ever going to even be like reading their stuff, it's just for the sake of like hearing about stuff. Yeah. Usually, you, yeah. like, usually the review is at least self indulgent enough to turn you off to wanting to read past the third paragraph. Oh, dude. Sometimes I read it. That's why I read it. Yeah. Cause it's like so, I'm, I'm really, I've always been really interested in people's 
who are like supreme narcissists. Like <laughs> Dude, that they're, they're is early like, reviews. I got yeah. like I got really into Franz Ferdinand like last year. Like you know everyone knows Take Me Out and like oh you know, yeah whatever. yeah. But I read like the review for their first album, and it's literally the dude talking about writing the album review instead of talking about it all. It just like gave the nine point one and was like, all right, here's me writing this review, yeah. walking you through the process of being asked to write the review. Yeah, it's dude, like, that's so will you just get off of yourself. That's but, so like self indulgent. Yeah. It's just fucking wild. Ridiculous. Man. I don't I don't know how they get away with it, but I guess that's part of their appeal for some people. Yeah. Their their reputation precedes themselves. Oh, I'm just gonna tickle these boys' fancies real quick. So you played with uh painted friends yesterday, Jeremy oh, and yeah. Mitch. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. We had a we had a show at the late station last night with them, a touring band uh from Bloomington, Illinois called Black Esther. And then uh this uh one friend of mine uh from U of M, uh, Annie Lemberg, played some of her like solo okay, acoustic she's stuff. A solo artist. Yeah, yeah, really good show. I was like really, really pleased with the turnout and stuff. But painted friends is super good. Like if you guys have already watched the podcast and you've seen them on here, like like and you yeah. haven't gone to check them out yet, this is me doubling down as a guest. <laughs> to remind you to check out their full-length album. Oh, it's they, tight. They did it. They've done it better than most DIY bands I know because they came into the scene with an album already out on streaming services yeah. and ready to play shows. And, like, that's... You don't see that very often, especially not, like, a good, cohesive project. No. And, like, well, it's all coming from the mind of one person, too. So it's, like, yeah. Jeremy was able to, like, really just put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Mitch, Mitch exactly is like how he wanted. Mitch is like put in so much good fucking work at the last oh, yeah, too, dude. and like they're like as as a team right now, like they're killing it. I'm very excited to see where they're dude, going. Dude, it was so funny to see them at the Blind Pig because they just show up looking like the fucking Wonder Twins, man. <laughs> where Jeremy's got like this, uh, they're just unassuming dudes, but Jeremy's got like this flowery floral white jacket, and Mitch had like this short sleeve button down with bananas all over it. <laughs> And then they just perfect. fucking destroyed. They Absolutely just won perfect. the show, you know. Oh, yeah. They're super, super yeah. good. They blew people tight. out of the water. Like you know, you know, you're at like a good DIY show here in a good DIY band. When like as soon as their set's over, like half of the crowd is going up to try to talk to them. Yeah, and, like they told me it was their third show, and I couldn't yeah. fucking believe it. Yeah, like, that's insane to me. Yeah, the one I saw was their first show, dude. Well, and then they played in. Uh, well, Jeremy played acoustic in my room, mm-hmm. you know, for the mm-hmm. podcast. I don't yeah. know if you listened to that. Like, I actually have not been li- able to catch that one. Yet. Listen to just fast forward to the end if you don't listen to the whole episode, but just oh, listen, yeah, to fuck, listen to his the whole perform- podcast. Yeah, right. Fuck, I don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah, I just do a podcast so I can book my band, dude. That's the, that's the only reason, man. Fuck trying to help anybody. I only show up to out. shows for clout. Yeah, <laughs> for clout. I only wear, I wear my Yeezys got, only to show. You guys got any? Uh, you guys got any clout for me? I got, I've been looking clout. for some clout. Smoke rocks. Joe Rogan, you crazy. <laughs> Yo, dude, that's wild. Have you tried the podcast? Yeah, dude, the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. But yeah, dude. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough of that for now, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, playing with them was super good. Like, I'm, I'm so happy to see more bands like that coming into the scene. Like, yeah. I've only, you know, I've only been around for just over a year now in, like, you know, our collective scene. And, like, when I came in, I was, you know, I was them. I was, like, the, the new kid in town, like, trying yeah. to figure stuff out. You know, they, they'd both, you know, you know, played music in other bands before. So, like, yeah. you know, like they had, like, a little bit of experience under their belt. But they're, they're coming in right at the right time where everything's kind of in flux and like yeah i still kind of feel like the new kid like i have that mentality you know because my i've had this is like the third band i've had technically yeah yeah but like now the band i'm in is like i feel like more more what you're like solid yeah it's what i've kind of wanted the whole time so Mm -hmm. but now i'm still i've only played like two shows Mm -hmm. as that band or like three if you count like the solo ones yeah yeah so it's like 
I've been trying to like pair up with painter friends a lot. It's like, hey, I'm gonna book you guys or try to get you guys oh, booked. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're because, really good. They're really, it's really like, good. They're one of those bands that like you can believe in because they they sound good and they're different. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? They, that, that's that's like one complaint anyone has about like the Washington scene is like the homogeneity of it, and it's it's hard to find like you know mixed bills a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, and like you know, Just I, 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 power I love I love lot. I love all my friends. I love all their bands, but I don't want to have to see them three times a week sometimes. Yeah, and it's. It's cool that it's cool to see more people coming out, bringing like different sounds into the scene and stuff. Yeah. Like going going back to your point, I'm like you know finding the sound with the band that you're in. Like that's how I that's how I felt with Stopwatch for like the longest time. Like it you know if you go and listen to our first EP, it's just it's a cluster of like different things, yeah. different styles. Where you know people took to like the first two tracks, and those are the ones that people have called shoegaze. So like you know now we're considering ourselves a shoegaze band, and since then it's been like oh it's been easier to write those shoegaze yeah. songs and make it feel like the sound we're aiming. For, yeah, so much nicer than before. Yeah, yeah. The stuff I've listened to from you too, like the 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 voice being a little bit deeper with like over like the subdued sort of music. It's it's like very. Oh, yeah. It's easy oh, yeah. to like trance out to it. Yeah, I like I like, I like putting guys. myself really low in the mix so you can't. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I, so you can't actually hear as much of what what I'm saying as maybe those uh flanged out guitar chords and heavy <laughs> heavy distorted bass. Yeah, the, the chorus. Yeah. Hell, if I if I can just play for like like open for like one good one good shoegaze band someday, I'll, I'll be fucking get turnover, happy, you know? man. Oh yeah, that uh, would be the just, one. Just like put me on a bill with a with slow dive, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that would be convenient. Radiohead. <laughs> I think in order to open for Radiohead, you have to be like a tribal drum band. Or like a harpist, you have to be like. Like I I bring that up because you know I like I'm really big fan of the band Deer Hunter. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah. uh, I went and saw them at L Club, yikes, uh, at L Club uh, way back in February, and they had Mary Lattimore open for them, and I hadn't heard of Mary Lattimore, but she is an electric harpist. No shit. She puts her harp through just a load of pedals and manages to get ridiculous tones out of a harp. That's and it's crazy. good. It's like legitimately good. And that's pretty wild. And, and like when I when I started like, you know, doing music stuff more directly, like I was not expecting to go see a heart player blow me out of the water, you know? Yeah. And that's it's ridiculous to that's me. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, to be a radiohead, you gotta like you gotta be like, you know, Aphex twin on on like freaking Quaaludes or something, yeah. you know. Like <laughs> you, you gotta really be doing some out there stuff for Tom to be like, Oh yes, you kinda remind Dude, me of Bjerg. Yeah. Yeah. Well the <laughs> Here, hey, you wanna see my Tom York compression? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, the eye was really good. <laughs> I wish people could just actually see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Tom's got that. Uh, you know, for for the record, Radiohead is my personal favorite band. Oh yeah, dude, um, I fucking and, love Radiohead. Uh, and uh, just love being able to rip on Tom for his ridiculous looking left eye. Dude, his uh, whole face. <laughs> He just looks homeless. Tom, uh, if you want to come on the podcast and talk yeah. to us sometime about your eye. and uh, he came on Mark uh, Maron's podcast, dude. I never got the invite, though. Ah, good Lord. Kind of, kind I'll, of I'll have to check that one out. I must dude, have missed that episode. It's, it's, it's pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Trying like They, He actually has a decent sense of humor, but he's fucking... British as shit. Well, it's funny, like, if you go back and listen to, like, the really old interviews, like, at one point they were playing, like, Top of the Pops in, like, 2003 when they were touring Hail to the Thief. Yeah. And it was, like, right after he'd come off of all that, like, Kid A stuff where he yeah. was just absolutely mental, you know? Absolutely mental. Yeah, and, like, you know, you know, literally going by the piece of advice that Michael Stipe gave him, which was just to repeat, I'm not here, this isn't happening. I'm yeah. not here, this isn't happening, which, you know, happens to be one of their greatest songs. Yeah. Um, like you know, he came off of that and was finally like, okay, I might be like 
mentally okay enough to like re-enter like you know being society. you know <laughs> we or live in a society huge yeah. star exactly be like the biggest rock band on earth and like seeing his like sense of humor like back in those interviews is like wow you're 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 a person again but like there's still definitely something really wrong with you yeah and tom i really hope you're doing okay and he actually just released a new album yeah he um, did yeah and i have After, yet- was it the suspiria soundtrack no, no, or so, was it so another- the suspiria soundtrack came out uh, earlier last year but he, he oh, okay. uh he put out uh, Anima, I think is how you pronounce it, like uh, A-N-I-M-A, and uh, that's like just his new solo album of like, oh, his, like, his own like, new original material, not just the soundtrack stuff. And uh, apparently he worked, I can't remember what director he worked with, but they just put out like a 12-minute like music video onto Netflix. Oh, really? Has, like some of that like original music. And I haven't heard it yet. I don't have Netflix. But, oh. And I haven't seen the video yet, but I, I got to get on that. Luckily, my significant other does, so I can leave nice. that from her. Yeah. But, um, I do. I tried watching this movie, The Master. That Johnny Greenwood uh, scored. That Green- movie is so fucked, dude. It, it, it is such it's- a fucked film. But like John- Johnny, is like you know, you can tell out of the band that he's the one that's like classically trained. Yeah. Because he's just so good at arranging. Like. Oh yeah. And like you, he has his style too. Those like descending strings. Yeah, like it's really creepy. Like very like abrupt pauses and like yeah. abrupt reentrance of yeah. the strings. Yeah. And it's pretty I wild. I absolutely love his style. And I'm glad that like he's been able to like not only do that in his film stuff, but have that be like huge in the radio head, like like, you know, the whole I don't know I, I don't know what to call it, their mythos, like their sound, their everything yeah. that they've been able to the do. Mythos. <laughs> well, I mean, as they've gone on, like the strings on their latter albums, like some of the strings on the early stuff's pretty cool too. And I mean, you can look back to like how to disappear and like how good the strings were there. Yeah. But if you listen to a moonshape yeah. pool, the yeah, strings on the strings think. on a moonshape pool are just so good, like, like none other. Like, oh, so good. And like the way they cut so abruptly. Obviously, that's like editing and stuff. Yeah, it's but it. I saw them on the the moonshape pool tour at uh, LCA. It I was, wish I could have caught that. Oh my god, it was so fucking gnarly. Like they they came on stage and they had. I'll show you a picture on my phone, but like yeah, yeah, they had these lights that like just came up like a fucking porcupine shell from the beginning, and they came out to daydreaming. It was just, it was so, Dude. Uh, I went by myself. I got a ticket the day of on StubHub. Lucky, I was like first row of the mezzanine, like on the side. It was oh. so, it was so fucking sick, man. That, was, see, I, I was dead broke when those tickets dropped and I wanted to go so bad. I almost saw him on his solo tour recently, but. Yeah, with the Majestic and the Masonic yeah, Temple but, or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it was one of the two. It was Masonic one of the, Temple. like that level of venue somewhere in Metro yeah. Detroit. But, Majestic sucks though. I probably yeah. wasn't there. I think it was Masonic Temple, which I've never been there. I don't. I don't even. I've know been there once. Like. I saw Fleet Foxes there, like in summer of 2017, when they oh, were touring, okay. they were touring Crack Up, and I, I fucking love Crack Up. I love the old Fleet Foxes stuff, but like their like their most recent album, like it feels like it has so many more alternative influences. Yeah. Like I hear some Radiohead at the keys on that yeah. album. Like, like especially this song, uh, if if you need to keep time on me, the keys in that sound like the keys on the version of, uh, fuck, uh, True Love Waits on. Uh, the, oh the very yeah, last Moon track Chip on Wolf. the radio and album. Yeah. It, like the the keys on the on both of those tracks are like, okay, okay, Mr. Pecknold, I see where you ripped those from. Yeah, but oh, actually, uh, Alex G. Uh, right as he changed his name to Sandy, parenthetical Alex G. Uh, Who's that? He's uh, he was like 
Alex G is this dude. He's like lo-fi guy. He's been around in like the band camp scene since like 2011, like putting oh, okay. stuff out in the underground. You know, he was he was starting to make music when like right around the time that Cloud Nothings was blowing up online and like oh, when, right. you know when they put out like Hey Cool Kid and shit and like you know, it was really really like in that band early band camp scene when band camp was really burgeoning. Like, yeah. like they came out around the same time. And now Alex G is like you know blown up, become indie famous, got best new music on Pitchfork and shit. Oh, to mention tight. Pitchfork for the 18th time on here. But uh, yeah, you know, he's like he's blown. <laughs> We're up like the anti hipsters who are just exactly can't help but just be hipsters. Hey, fuck Pitchfork. <laughs> I'm gonna still read every column. I don't know if that makes you a huge hipster or less of one. You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, like everything's I, a, a circle. If you're ironically, unironically, ironically into it, like yeah. you know, who knows? Well, what that every means. everything's a circle, right? So like yeah. the further away you get from cool, the closer you get to cool again. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why <laughs> I make bad music because eventually it gets close enough to good music that like yeah. it's worth listening to. Like Kanye West releasing <laughs> whoop de scoop, whoop de scoop de poop. Brilliant, brilliant piece of art. Like that. That's <laughs> such a fuck you to the game that. It's almost good. Almost as big of a fuck you as the rest of the shit he'd been doing him for the last year. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna end that there. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh nice. yeah, dude. But man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll probably cut it for now. Call it for now. Well, it's been go good. Check out, it's, been good. Out. it's been yeah, good. Dude. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, if you want to get stopwatch on at some point, too. I'll have to do that sometime. Yeah. It's gonna, see, right now, stopwatch is in flux. You know, we got a few shows coming up between two different lineups and. Uh, Sort of oh yeah. So let me let you plug that stuff real fast. Yeah, but yeah, like how so. people get to Stopwatch and then like oh, trick yeah. tree booking. If you oh want yeah, to of course. So quick. like you know, I'm I'm the head of the band Stopwatch. We put out an EP uh, earlier this May. Who's the leg? <laughs> I think that's Jordan right now. No, I don't know. But um, you know, I recorded an EP with some of my friends a little while back, and uh, it's really cool to you know have a year's worth of experience culminate into something worth yeah. showing people. Um, you can find us on Facebook, you know, stopwatch. There's a space. It's not like the, the single word stopwatch, stop space watch. Stop space We're watch. on, uh, both Instagram and Twitter is stop X watch. Uh, you can find my personals on there. Mark X watch. Uh-huh. Pretty, pretty pathetic. I know, but, uh, <laughs> I'm also uh, an affiliate with church street booking. You can find us, uh, on all the social medias as well. Church street booking. Uh, our email is church street booking DIY at Gmail. Uh, if you're looking to come through the Southeast Michigan area or even, uh, part of West Michigan. We do a lot of booking through there. You can uh, catch us and uh, you know, I hope to hear from any of you who want to be playing some DIY music in Southeast Michigan here in the near future. Hell yeah, dude. Marky Mark Bosch. Okay, we're rolling, by the way. So yeah, I'm Brian. What's your name? My name's Nick. Nick? Okay. And just make sure you get a little bit closer to the mic, too. Oh, yep. My name's yep, Nick. There you go. Okay. And so, equipment, right? Yes. Where are you guys from? Toledo, Ohio. Toledo? So not okay. far from here. Sweet. Yeah, your guys' set was tight. Thank you. Yeah, like, you, like a lot of a lot of the song structure I like, like a lot of moving around. Thanks. I yeah. thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. I and appreciate you, that. You sing in the band, right? I do. Tight, mm-hmm. tight. So, like, how long have you guys uh, been playing together? This unit has been playing together. Well, it started as a solo project, like, a good while ago. I want to say like four years ago, but like it wasn't like a real thing yet. Um, and eventually, we put out our first EP, and around then we started playing together, like the members that are in it now. Um, I would say Jacob and Jake have been in it since like 2016, and then Hunter recently joined the band as a second guitarist, like two months ago ish. So, oh, okay. So yeah, um, we were a three piece for like a while, but now we're a four piece. So oh, okay. about that. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. And like, have you um, you played like with American Spirits before? And all yeah, things like we're that? good buddies. Uh, Connor, who 
drums and also who set this event up really um he was our tour manager last run we did oh we're, really we're already friends but like he, he was like i'll drive and you know give you know let you use my van and trailer and just hang out for free and we were like obviously yes we love hanging out with you <laughs> so, right um yeah but connor's amazing uh and we played with american spirits probably like it's got to be close like between five and ten times at this oh point, really so yeah okay tight mm-hmm. Are they Ohio guys too? They are actually from here, Bowling Green. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And like, um, <coughs> pardon me. So, like, as far as touring goes and things like that, like, are you guys currently on a tour? Or? We are in between two tours, so most of us are in school right now. Oh, okay. Um, so summer is like when we really try to hit it. Um, we did like a week and a half, like uh, last month in May, and then next month we're doing about. Um, we're doing like a week ish. We're going out to New Jersey for a festival called Strobless. Oh, so uh, or Strobless. I'm not sure what where the emphasis goes in that yet, but um, <laughs> it's run by Lead DIY. It's for like, oh yeah, yeah. She she actually just came and we. Oh talked. Yeah, 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 awesome. Um, yeah, they do really good work for you know epilepsy awareness and like making safe lighting happen at shows and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so, that's so really cool. We're excited to be on that fest, but yeah, we're going on a little little run next month. Sweet. How long are you guys gonna be gone for? Probably like a week, I think. A this week. one's a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, is that the longest you've been gone, or like I what's think... what's like the longest you've been? You, you can hop what's in. We're, we're just hanging out. It doesn't have it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be. A, yeah. Yeah, it's very informal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Sorry if you have to edit that. <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter, um, dude. Uh, we our longest run, honestly, it was only like two weeks. I think we would probably do longer runs if, like. It got to that point where it was like you know more worth it, I guess. Oh like, yeah. In terms of like, you know, we're all broke. <laughs> I think it actually makes more sense. I've talked to bands uh-huh. um, in Ohio that are they're getting to be moderately successful um, in their scenes at least. Uh, like there's a couple bands, Punch Drunk Tagalongs and Mr. Yeah. Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a show with them one time, and I was talking to them, and they were saying like weekenders give them the most bang for their buck just like for sure just like just places you can get to in one weekend come back and like they found that that works better than like going on like super long tours like just to say you did yeah exactly you know what i mean rather than like there's way more allure and burn in uh in booking like three really good shows versus like shows where it's like are we gonna lose money this month like is right. that yeah so Weekenders are definitely smart because then also you can keep whatever job you have too. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I work a Monday through Friday, nine to five. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's like that'd be the move for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not gonna go on a fucking week long tour. Exactly. You know. Like, so, uh, yeah. I just like it, it makes way more sense. We can usually all cash out on like a week or two every couple months, but like weekenders are nice because you barely even have to request any time off so yeah and like yeah it's always good to like we like hitting the local not the local spots but like the close by spots like yeah pittsburgh's only four hours away right cleveland's only two hours from here and like just like stuff like that it's like really it's low risk so even if you take like some time off of work like you could do it so like you take like a thursday and friday off or something and you can do that like five six times a year depending on what your job is for sure you know like i'm lucky i I get a decent amount of vacation time and my boss will be cool if i'm like hey i'm gonna take this day as like leave and then this day is gonna be sick time for sure and they'll be like oh yeah sure whatever they all like oh you're in a band they want to like live vicariously through you doing something oh cool. yeah mm-hmm. my <laughs> boss is she's like half like i can't believe you're taking another week off or something and half like 
how was tour? Did you sleep on any floors? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, right. It's, it's, it's cool to have, like, you know, bosses that are on your side with it. Yeah. <laughs> have you found that, like, people think, like, people, like, friends, peers, whatever, they think, like, you're coming back from tour, quote, unquote. They think you're, like, already more successful than you actually are. Like, like people have this idea of, like... It, it's funny because, like, friends and family have different gauges of what's successful. Like, yeah. we were, like, two tours in... And my mom, like, wasn't really batting an eye at, like, what I was doing. And then we were in the... We happened to be in the local paper because, like, we just, you know, they messaged us. And, like, she thought that was the biggest accomplishment we could ever have. <laughs> and I was like, no one reads the paper. None of your target audience reads <laughs> right, the exactly. paper. <laughs> so, um, but some people are like, oh, you go on tour. And, like, I don't tell them that, like, we played two shows in a row where only the bands were there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... But, like, I don't know. It's... It's definitely a positive experience either way. Like if oh, if it's yeah. not like a packed show, at the very least, you get to meet cool bands. It's a good yeah. learning experience. Yeah. So and like a lot of the people that are going to end up being the type of people who listen to your music are the ones who play the music. Yes. So it's not really that bad if you're playing as long as if, even if you're only playing to bands, as long as they're new people to you, that's still a crowd for sure. You know, it, it doesn't like, feel any different. It's always good to like, you know, have those like. Have friends in those cities too for the future, and like yeah. just like make as many relationships as possible because like everyone's so cool and just like helping out people and having them help you out is just like such an integral part of everything that yeah. even if there's no one like there just to be there, like it's always a good a win win no matter what. So wow, yeah. Well, um, probably cut it since the new band is starting up. But uh, real quick, if you want to just plug like where everybody can find all your stuff oh, online sure. and all that. So we're called Equipment. We're on Spotify as Equipment, and our Bandcamp is equipment.bandcamp.com. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are Equipment underscore Ohio, and we're on Facebook too. But I don't know what the link is for that. But yeah, we're uh, we're everywhere. We always we post a lot of dumb stuff on Twitter. So follow us if you can do that. So Sick. <laughs> all right, man. Cool. Thank you. Dogleg is playing right now, and Dogleg plays a very fast brand of uh, melodic punk rock and it's tight and there <laughs> I'm like I can barely see him through the crack in like the doorway but occasionally I'll see Alex just like flashing around the stage and then he'll like I'll see his head for a second when he's on that side of the stage and he's quickly gone to the other side <laughs> or the bass player Chase I think that yeah I bet Chase really well. oh there's his hair this is a play by play of whether or not Dogleg is showing up in my line of sight in this tiny little doorway. If you're at Swordfest, you know what I'm talking about. The little uh, where I was sitting back at the acoustic stage looking through the uh, the doorway. Oh, there's Chase screaming. This, this can't be entertaining for you guys. Listen to this. It's very entertaining for me, though. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pause till they're done. Alright, dude. Rolling. So yeah, nice to meet you guys. Howdy. I'm Brian. What is up? What are you guys' uh, names? I am Ryan. Ryan. And I am Kenton. Kenton, and you guys play in Vermont? Yeah. Where are you guys from? We're not from Vermont. I, I, I imagined. <laughs> it's a mystery. If you were from uh, Vermont and you named your band Vermont, that'd be pretty ballsy, though. Yeah. That'd be pretty badass, I feel like. But I feel like we can't name our band Kentucky. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Vermont has a better sound to it than Kentucky, right. I feel like. So, uh, from a mystery place. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys on tour? 
Uh, yeah, we're about to finish up. We're on tour with Jail Socks. Uh, we're, do- we're doing like the whole month. Months oh, really? almost over. So where yeah. are you guys? Uh, you've been gone for like a month. You said. Yeah. Oh, tight, dude. <laughs> tight. So where are you guys going from here? Uh, we're going to Indiana tomorrow, and then back where we live. And then South Carolina. Yeah, and then South Carolina for the last show. South Carolina. So you guys, I'm imagining you guys are. Oh, Jail Sox said they're from North Carolina. So you yeah. guys like from around the same area. It's kind of like their homecoming show, but I guess like they play in South Carolina more or some. I don't know. Oh shit. Okay. That's what we do. Yeah. So we're from Kentucky, but we say we're from Cincinnati. Oh. It's kind of confusing altogether. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what you meant when you said you can't name your band Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gave it away. Okay. Yeah. What's it like being from Kentucky and like, like trying to make it in music? What's the music scene like there? You know, the people are definitely into the scene, but like, there's not a whole lot of bands. And it almost might be a good thing. It, it kind of is actually because like, the bands that are there, like we're all tight with each other and we just like help each other out. It's like a stepping stone. I don't yeah, know. yeah, that's tight. Like, what are some cities that are like nearby? That, like maybe like if you're on a tour like what's one of the first stops kind of thing uh like northern ohio like cleveland or akron even columbus oh, we're okay. like kind of like bringing a bit of a scene i feel like to like cin- the cincinnati area so like it's definitely gotten better i would say that's pretty cool yeah i feel like i know a band from there have you heard of uh punch drunk tag alarms i have or, not or mr mr moon they're two they're two ohio band they might be cleveland yeah maybe i'm trying to think yeah. of these couple bands but have you guys been through michigan before yeah. yeah, we actually like, played in Detroit last night. Oh, really? And then we've played in Grand Rapids before. Oh, where'd you guys play in Detroit? It's called the Ghost House. Oh, okay. The guys in Space Cadet. Mm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just met them like last week. I was doing some other festival. Last yeah, it was a really week. cool venue. It's yeah. Definitely a cool show. That's tight. So yeah, because I'm from Michigan, I'd be like I'm around the Ann Arbor scene mm. a lot. Oh, sick. Yeah, but um, well, yeah, I just. Did he even explain at all, like what to do, like why you were gonna, why he was sending you over here? No, <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> so you don't even know. That. I do like it's a. Did he tell you it's a podcast? Yeah. yeah it's, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I just interview like bands that are on tour and stuff. Like usually, what it is, it's like a band to be coming through Michigan, mm-hmm. and like I'll have them sit down and like we'll actually talk for, like a long time about yeah. like how they got their start and all that shit. Oh yeah. Um, but I like doing these festivals too, so like a band will come in and play, and then they just it's like really sick. Yeah, being here like at Swordfest. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun, dude. It's yeah. fun. Like this episode is like so entertaining because mm. it's just like band after band after band. Yeah. Like these brief like snapshots. All the bands have been amazing too. Yeah. Like tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. That's been a really good night. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of the people come up to me and they're like, "Oh, we listen to your podcast." I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, that's so crazy. That's, sick. that's awesome. Though. I've only been doing it for a couple months. Yeah, really. Two, yeah, two three months, but like. I, there just wasn't any other podcast. Like people listen to podcasts all the time. I feel like. yeah, like, they really do. Yeah, but like I'm, you know, trying to fill a hole. I think it's definitely like a hole that should be filled. Like it's just yeah. constructed for the scene, you know, in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly all it is. It's just yeah. like people go to the shows bullshitting, and then it's it's yeah. usually those people listening too. So it makes yeah. sense for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like the people who yeah. Back to Kentucky, man. <laughs> how do you like link up with a? How do you link up with Jail Socks or whatever? Um, them, them being from like a from like Carolinas. I kind of like we know everybody here from Twitter, honestly. Like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. 
everybody's on Twitter, and like I just reached out to them about touring the summer, and it just kind of worked out. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of. But we cool. kind of knew each other through like online or whatever. Oh. Yeah. So you just like hear each other, hear about each other's band kind of thing, and like. Yeah, I guess you could say. That. Yeah, I got it. That's kind of cool. The Twitter community, it's pretty big. Well, dude, that's. Honestly, I need to make the jump over because, like, I got into all this, like, through the DIY tour postings page on Facebook. But I feel like that's the only thing. That's what we did, too, actually. Yeah. Like, originally. I feel like that's all people really use Facebook for now, though. And I'm just realizing that. But I need to, like, get into the Twitter. Yeah. I had Twitter a long time ago, and I deleted it, too, Mm -hmm. because I was just like, no one fucking is on this thing. Yeah. I was just, I, Twitter's I just, the mark it's very like, active, I would say, like compared to Facebook. That's yeah. how I feel at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's easier. It's, it's just, definitely easier. It's less bullshit, too. Facebook is just, yeah. I feel like that's where people go to like argue with people about politics or something. Yeah. Like there's some of that on Twitter, too, I guess, but like you can easily avoid it, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, right. Facebook's like old memes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to like promote your band on there, too, because you have to like pay pretty much, like pay Facebook yeah. to promote your whatever you're posting pretty much so like with twitter what is promotion like through that like are you able to do targeted ads like for less money or like you just do all your self-promotion basically i feel like people are more likely to like retweet or something like that people will just share stuff more honestly i think it's more like easier it's made to do that kind of thing you're not like you don't have like a fixed page that you're necessarily trying to represent or something it's just kind of like just all day like whatever you know yeah huh yeah, that makes sense. I'm like realizing that Twitter's a good idea. Like, <laughs> like in the moment, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go make a Twitter now. Make a Twitter for your podcast. Though. I do. Cool. I have one for the podcast, oh, okay, but cool. like for my band. Like, I yeah. got okay. into oh, doing okay. the podcast because I wanted to make connections for my band. Yeah. And the podcast is taking off way faster than the music, mm. like naturally, because all I gotta do is show up and yeah. I can interview a ton of bands in a short amount yeah. of time. Whereas like music, it's like a way slower grind. It's like right. really sick. It's. It's tight. Yeah. It's fun. But it's like, awesome that you're here, honestly. Yeah. It's a really good place to be. Dude, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's uh it was weird cuz like I was outside like talking to people and I was like uh I like smoked the bowl <laughs> real quick and then like you know everything gets like really yeah. surreal. I just took like a hit off one hitter, but everything mm-hmm. gets like really surreal and like I forgot what I was doing here. Yeah. I was just like shooting the shit, like having a good time and then yeah. like I came back inside and like I saw my shit. I was just like, "Whoa." Like, that's also like, been like my whole night as well so <laughs> yeah it's like you realize like you're here to do something productive yeah. too right that's what's crazy but I feel like people like uh, there's like the stereotypical like parents or like people outside of it mm. who think that we're just fucking partying all the time they don't <laughs> understand like how much work yeah no, goes into yeah. like organizing it like mm. people like in in music especially DIY they're like yeah. some of the craftiest like most business-minded savvy people yeah the people who actually can like make it and like yeah even if you don't make it if you can book mm. a two-week tour like two yeah fucking congratulations i've yeah. met some like i met some like pretty driven people like yeah. like connor super honestly. yeah super fucking rare yeah, driven people like it's insane yeah yeah it's, it's just fucking wild mm. well i feel like it's people that they just like they know that they have to do that if they want yeah. to be happy like they have yeah. to be doing something mm-hmm. like that so they don't really give themselves another option yeah, yeah. i would imagine anyways like 
don't know if you guys like went to college or anything like mm-hmm. that, but it was just like I'm out of school. Yeah. All right, yeah, like I graduated college, and it was like one of those things where like I went because like I always knew I wanted to do something music and do yeah. something cool, but like I had decent grades and shit, so I was just like, huh, I guess I should do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not realistic to think that I can just go do music because I was like always being pushed towards school. Mm. Right. So I graduated, and it helps, but like at this point, yeah. All it does is make sure I have a decent job while I try to pursue these things. Oh, yeah, totally. It's you know a smart I mean? move. Yeah. yeah. Although, the debt makes me wish I would have just, like, dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> it started way earlier. Yeah, I was like, fuck college. Ryan gives some rants about college for, yeah. like, an hour at a time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> fuck college. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, very specialized. Like, Ooh. if you like you probably need to go to college if you want what you do. If you want to be, like, a lawyer or something, yeah. yeah. I mean, then, yeah, go. Like, Ooh. cool still too expensive but go you know I'm able to go now and do this at least for now so we'll see how long I'm there or here you know yeah yeah I agree (laughs) well it's just like you can you can do both as long as like one doesn't demand that you quit the other you know what I mean (laughs) it would just be like one of those things like if you had a job and your band started really taking off then it would like alright it's a business decision for me to quit my job definitely also if you can like go for free then sure oh yeah but yeah i don't know a lot of people yeah a lot of people can do that mm-hmm. <laughs> see i don't even think about that because i was like so far from like possibilities yeah i forget that people can just sometimes just go right you know whether that's like their parents or financially some people just get to go for free because yeah. their parents are poor or something you know still it's a great opportunity yeah but hey, plug your guys' stuff real fast like let people know where they can uh find your band and all that we are Vermont Band Ohio on Twitter. On everything. On everything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we have music out on all streaming platforms, and uh, we're going to be recording new music soon, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, dude. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Ooh, Mover Shaker just finished up their set. It's a nice, loud, energetic one. Um, I think I'm about the end of my rope. Uh I'm probably going to have to cash out here and head home. I still, Dude, I got to fucking work in the morning. I forget that. I'm out doing all this sweet shit, but then I'm just like, oh, yeah, I got to be up at 630. It's worth it. Totally worth it. But got to know when to call it quits. So I'll see all these all these beautiful people again, though. Uh, so thanks again for having me. Uh, Summit Shack, guys. And thanks to everybody who's listening. Thanks to everybody who, like, came and talked to me, too. I know there's, like, a weird pretense sometimes, like, you know, like, oh, this guy wants me to, like, what the fuck does he want to talk to me about? That girl? Okay, never mind. I'm not going to comment on what any anyone is wearing. This is not a fashion blog. However, <laughs> follow my personal Instagram, and occasionally I'll make comments about things of that nature. <laughs> But all I can say is, wow. And you can leave the rest up to your imagination. Um, but anyways, I had a really great time recording this podcast. I'm rambling on, I'm talking in circles. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Rate, subscribe, do all those things. Appreciate you guys.